Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. At the look we were going to get uh, with all-out pressure, we were going to check to um, to what we checked to. And then, you know, Muhammad Sanu and... and uh, and Jake Matthews did a great job of, of getting the blocks we needed to get that play started. And then Julio in space, you know, the, the best receiver in the game. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Welcome to the episode 11 of the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I'm John June. I got my guy. Greg Penniman. How you doing today, Greg? Doing good. It was a, a great football Sunday. Uh, a lot of good games again. Um, a lot of developments going on. It's it was a it was a wild day. So I'm I'm ready to talk about all this everything that went on. Yeah, man, like you said, it was a good day. It was got a lot of good games today, a lot of good football on. So um yeah, I'm, let's unpack it all. So uh, first, yeah, let's start with the quarterbacks. As as we do, we're gonna go through our top performers. Um, so we're gonna, we're only going to cover the top three. Um, so let's jump right to it. The quarterbacks we had number one on the list. Your guy, your uh, Patty, <clears throat> the guy you drafted highly, Patty, uh, Pat Mahomes. He ends up with uh, going thirty of forty four, four hundred forty three yards, four touchdowns. He did have one fumble, um, but he th- that's scoring thirty one point six two FanDuel points against the Oakland Raiders today in a 28-10 victory. What would you make of this one, Greg? Yeah, he was absolutely insane in this game. Had all those four touchdowns in one half. Uh, I remember you telling me he had 270 yards in the second quarter alone, just lighting up that defense, uh, getting every deep ball he wanted to everybody. Uh, he could have had more, but one of the touchdowns got called back to Nicole Hartman, about 72-yarder. So this man's insane. I was hoping he was going to get to five and try to test Payne Manning's record for seven. Uh, early in like the third quarter, but it didn't happen. But yeah, it's Patty, number one. He's gonna finish number one. That's what he does. Yeah, I mean, if if Oakland showed up on this on the other side, maybe you would have got to that seven. Yeah, but, um, it's crazy because Scott Hansen. Uh, I was watching. I was watching this game on Red Zone. Uh, Scott Hansen. He said he actually compared Patrick Mahomes to um, Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, and how they would just get hot in a quarter. And uh, he said that's what Pat Mahomes did in that in that in that second quarter when he threw for 278 yards. They said that's actually the most that's ever been. Um, that's the most passing yards in a quarter in over a decade. So crazy. Um, last person to do that was Drew Brees, and Drew Brees when he when he did it was in a fourth quarter. So you imagine he was coming back. Um, you know, you know he was trying to make a comeback, or whatever. This was in the middle of a game in the second quarter. And they you didn't know, even so. score in the first quarter, actually. And it was, like, shocking because Chiefs had scored, I don't know, some crazy streak where they scored in every first quarter. So he yeah, just went off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but moving on, we got my guy, my quarterback start of the week, my quarterback breakout, um, Mr. Lamar, not too bad for a running back, Jackson. <laughs> um, <laughs> my man went 24 of 37, 272 yards, two touchdowns. 
And he had an additional 16 carries for 120 yards. Greg, what did you make of this? He's oh, better than 30.88 <laughs> fantasy points. Oh, man. Now he's better than your favorite running back. McCaffrey's better than your favorite wide receiver. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's better than your favorite running back. Lamar yes, Jackson's sir. everywhere. Uh, hitting people early and often. Um, got Marquise Brown involved. Got Mark Andrews involved. Uh, it was it was a good, good solid performance for him. Another one for him. Uh, he's just making you look good. Yeah, man. Like I was telling you earlier today, um, it's it's just crazy when you think about, you know, last week this guy, he finishes our number one quarterback uh, because he threw five touchdowns. And this week he only throws two passing touchdowns and he finishes as our as our number two quarterback. Um, and, you know, like I was telling you, you know, he ran for 120 yards. And if you look that if you look at that from a quarterback scoring perspective, that's three passing touchdowns, right? So it's almost like he had a five passing touchdown day. Crazy. And that's what you get when you have Lamar Jackson. You know, that, that rushing floor is there for you every time. Um, and the, the greatest thing about him is, is, you know, where you were getting him in drafts. And, and that's why I always subscribe to the late quarterback because guys like this. But uh, moving forward, another guy who was drafted even later yeah. than Lamar Jackson, your quarterback start of the week. Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott. He went 26 of 30, uh, 269 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He had another 69 yards rushing to go for 28.66 fan duel points. What did you make of this one, Greg? I love Dak's performance again. um, It was a solid game for him, very close game. Um, uh, Watched the Redskins hung in there uh, all the way to the end. Um, Dak found the people he needed to do, Jason Witten, over-liable. Uh, it got a touchdown. Um, yeah, Dak is Dak is like honestly since Amari Cooper got there, Dak's been a very solid quarterback. You can make the argument he's been a top ten quarterback for this Cowboys. Uh, I hate to say it, but he he's been working. He's trying to earn his forty mil. Yeah, Dak played very well in this one. Um, I didn't see the game. I I caught it most of it on red zone. But the, when you look at the box score, I mean, obviously they got the win, so. He played well. He only had four incompletions, one of them an interception. Um, the interception was pretty bad, actually. I did see that. But outside of that, you know, he played really well. And then, <clears throat> again, he adds he adds a floor with the rushing upside as well. Um, all three of these guys in the top three do um, add some kind of floor to that extent. So, you know, got to love that from them. Uh, to round out the top 12, we've got Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Josh Allen, your stream of the week. Andy Dalton, Jared Goff, uh, Jacoby Brissett, Matthew Stafford, and Carson Wentz. Uh, oh, sorry. And then Case Keenum as well. Finishes Case in the Keenum. Top 12. Yeah, that's the second week in a row he's done that. Uh, any other quarterback performances stick out to you, Greg? Uh, just impressed with, again, Kyler Murray, my breakout. I know I might be just saying this because he is my breakout quarterback, but to go into Baltimore, um, still put up a solid performance, throwing over 300 yards. Um, one of the few players to throw under over 300 yards in his first two starts of his career. Uh, Kyler Murray is here to stay. Um, yeah, that's really what my takeaway was. Um, yeah, I sorry. Just to, I, it's crazy because we we kind of just glossed over this, but um, I included Jimmy or Carson Wentz in in the top 12 of quarterbacks. Um, I because well I originally included Case Keenum in the top twelve, but he he was until Carson Wentz I guess, he currently has 
Oh, sorry. 20 completions on 33 attempts for 168 yards, one touchdown, one rushing touchdown, uh, two two-point conversions, and an, and two interceptions. So it's he's got currently he's got yeah, it's a long stat line. He's got 19 fantasy points right now. He's currently he actually moved up while they, while we've been having this conversation. He's moved up a ho- ahead of Jacoby Brissett as the QB 10. Uh, so he's climbing. And this is with the horrendous first half. Like he had negative yeah, points in the, the first half. Yeah, the horrendous first half. So um, he's he's steadily climbing here. Um, but moving forward, uh, oh sorry, like you were saying, Car- uh, Kyler Murray. I really like that performance he had. Um, again, he he's another guy. I mean, he, he that offense they they throw the ball so much, um, but he's also has the rushing ability. So you're always gonna have a floor with him, even though um, we didn't see that today. Another guy that sticks out to me, just I don't know, man. I just just like him, man. Is Gardner Minshew? He, <laughs> he's here as the QB, the QB fourteen, I think. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you're in a two QB lead, two QB league, you have to, you have to have this guy on your team. Um, but if, you know, if you, even if you need to stream, um, you know, I think, uh, I don't have the match of the schedule here on, on paper, but I'm sure we'll mention him later in the season as a stream of the week, you know? Um, but yeah, let's move on to the running backs. Yeah. St- uh, number one guy, a guy we both like very much. Um, I don't think either one of us had him as our start of the week though. Uh, last week, Dalvin last Cook, week. last week, yeah, the last week starts of the week don't count for this week. <laughs> it don't, it don't. <laughs> no, so uh, Dalvin Cook, he he ends up going for a twenty carries for one hundred and fifty four yards, one touchdown, and he adds three catches for thirty seven yards. That's twenty six point six fantasy points in Fanduel. Uh, what do you what did you make of this one, Greg? Yeah, he was really the offense for the Vikings in that first half and early on. Um, he broke out another long run. Uh, I think it was about a 50-yard run. I'm not sure the number in that, but he was running at all over the Packers. He's a stud. He's RB1, high RB1 quality material now at this point because he adds the receptions as well. He's he's going to be there. Um, he's a buy candidate. I keep t- <laughs> I want to get him in our leagues, so he, he's he's the man. Yeah, I mean, I, he's so it's so tough to. to 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 try to get him because the, there's no way the Dalvin Cook owner would would sell right yeah yeah I mean this guy he's he's getting you 20 carries he's adding you the the three catches um you know he's had this is a, he's had 190 yards from scrimmage um you know he's he's getting you the touchdowns like it's like what more do you want and his team lost today yep you know his team was down 21 nothing at one point if I'm not mistaken and he was still able to get 20 carries in this game. Um, you know that just shows the commitment that they have in this guy. Uh, but yeah, I really like this guy. If you can, if you can get him, uh, get him. I wouldn't sell him if it wasn't unless I was getting a, a package in return. Yeah. Um, second guy on this list, a guy that nobody really thought was going to have a, a a great outing in this one, but he was on the opposite side of of Dalvin Cook was Aaron Jones. He goes twenty three carries for one hundred and sixteen yards, one touchdown. Also adds four catches. For 34 yards, that's 23 fantasy points in, in FanDuel. What did you make of this one, Greg? Uh, I'm glad that, you know, to see that 23 carry and mark number, that means the Packers are getting Aaron Jones the ball. We know what he could do when he gets at least 15 carries in a game. Uh, so it's good to see that. It's good to see Jamal Williams not getting as much as involved, um, especially after that uh, performance in week one. Um, so it's good to see. Maybe he's here to stay as a strong RB2. Yeah, I was going to say um, – 
I think that was actually my favorite stat line was Jamal Williams' stat line. Yeah. The nine <laughs> carries. Because that's what I like to see is more Aaron Jones, yep. less Jamal Williams. Yep. Um, that's good for everybody. See, the Packers got to win. So it's just, it's just how you know it's good. Um, but yeah, no, big time fan of Aaron Jones. For him to be able to do this in this matchup, which we all thought was a tough one. Um, I'm just only excited to see what he'll do in, in better matchups going forward. Um, a guy, number three on this list, none of us really expected him to be here. Maybe we expected his teammate to be higher on this list. Raheem Mostert, Raheem Mostert, um, 80, 13 carries, 83 yards, uh, 68 receiving yards on three catches. And he also had a, um, a touchdown, a receiving touchdown in this one. That's 22.6 fantasy points. What'd you make of this performance, Greg? Hey, man, I know you and me saw something in him. We picked him up right before the one o'clock starts of the game, uh, so he, he made a we good move on that. We brought him up on the waiver show. Yep, did bring him up on the waiver show as well. Said uh, I'd rather pick this guy up over Malcolm Brown. Yeah, and look at that. He's now a good candidate. I, I remember he's got the touch number as well. He outtouched my Brietta, sixteen to thirteen, um, and this Bengals offense. I mean, the uh, 49ers offense had a really good day. Uh, he's here to stay. I think he's going to be at least in a 50-50 timeshare with Matt Prieta. Uh He's a, a solid flex play every week, I think. Greg with the bars out here. Um, <laughs> nah, yeah, no, Raheem, Most, Raheem Mostert, I think he's here to stay as well. Um, as long as Tevin Coleman's out, this guy's a role. Uh, I don't think Jared McKinnon's back, coming back anytime soon. So, um, you know, maybe it gets a little bit tricky, but clearly – you know, this guy had a role last year. I think he's got a role going forward this year. Um, especially we know Matt Brietta's injury concerns. So um, definitely a, a, someone to keep an eye on moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, rounding out the top 12, we got your start of the week, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Uh, my start of the week, Austin Eckler. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Derek Henry, again, finishing in the top 12. on Johnson, your breakout finishing in the top 12. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., uh, other Niner running back, Peyton Barber, uh, Frank Gore, and Todd Gurley rounding out the top 12. Um, anything sticks out to you here, Greg? Just uh, in general. I'm glad to see Carrion's back. I'm glad to say that he, he ran well, even with uh, the touch number. Um, it was kind of low still for what I would like, but he still ran well. So he's he's efficient, at least. Hopefully the Lions see that and start giving him more touches. Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, that's that's been the hope, but that's also been the concern. Um, I also, oh my God, sorry, Julio's just yeah, Julio just scored a touchdown. Oh man, so, the start of the yeah. week. Yeah, yeah well, let's go. Just just in time for us to get to the receivers. Uh, but just before we get to the receivers, uh, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. Matt Breida all finishes top 13 running backs here with Matt Breida finishing as the, as the RB 13 here. Um, that's not going to happen every week. They're not going to blow teams out by 40, but um, there's there's usable pieces in this backfield, and this is an offense that maybe we can get a piece of. And, um, yeah, Frank Gore we'll talk about later. And, like I said, Todd Gurley is here to stay. Let's not be afraid, people, of Todd Gurley. Uh, going forward, we got ooh, the wide receiver. Greg, I'm, I'm sure you were all over this guy, right? Um, Demarcus Robinson. Oh, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? You know, I yeah, had him on my rosters catches. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> six catches for 172 yards, two touchdowns for 32.2 fantasy points on FanDuel. 
Um, so yeah, Greg, tell us how you picked them up again in all your leagues. Oh yeah, I had no idea that this was happening. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but can you be really surprised if you're on the Chiefs? You said if you have a pulse on the Chiefs, you're fantasy relevant. So it's that's basically what it comes down to here. Um, he's gonna be a play, especially while Tyreek's out. Uh, him, McCole Hartman, uh, Sammy Watkins. Uh, yeah, they all have flex value to wide receiver two value and. Um, you know, Sammy Watkins probably has the most upside on that team. He's got a high target number. But, uh, yeah, Demarcus Robinson, he, in, in a good matchup, you can play him. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, – I mean, they all play Baltimore next week, but we saw Kyler Murray throw for 329 or 3-something three against these guys. True. 349. I don't see how Pat Mahomes doesn't, <laughs> get, like, approach At least match that. that. Yeah, word. At least match that, you know. Um, so, yeah, i like to see that going forward. Uh, yeah, the guy who, I guess, you know, took this, you know, the, the, the time of this game, the duration of this game to, to get up to this list, Julio Jones. Oh, man. And he's currently the wide receiver, too. And it's not over. Week. Let's go. He's got five catches for 106 yards, two touchdowns, and counting with 25.1 FanDuel points. What we got here, Greg? I mean, there's really nothing to say. I was, right. if you heard there's my early episode, <laughs> started the week. The man kills the Eagles. He's the Eagle killer. Uh, yeah, he's the man. Yeah, no, that's exact. That's great analysis right there. Perfect. Moving <laughs> on. We got wide receiver three on the week, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, we didn't think there was any fantasy relevance coming out of this game outside of the defenses, but Emmanuel Sanders surprised us here. 11 catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown. He also catches a two-point conversion, which I guess they thought they were going to win the game, but that was an interesting game. Then I guess you just had to see the end of it to believe it. Um, he's But he scores 23.3 fantasy points here. Um, what, do you, what do we make of e- old E-Man coming back, man? Um, I'm happy for E-Man. This might be you know comeback player of the year, coming off the torn Achilles. Uh, it's a good story for him. Uh, I think, you know, he's... Got very good uh, upside as far as flex play for you. A solid flex play every week. Um, and with some wide receiver two upside. Yeah, he's a wide receiver two, wide receiver three every week. Especially full point PPR. This guy, he's obviously, he's going to dog. Yeah, 11 receptions um, is a good number. Yeah. Um, so wide receiver, the wide receiver four, you know, he got to be the wide receiver one and then the wide receiver two and then eventually the wide receiver three for some time. <laughs> but... Hopefully for now, settles so a wide receiver for Chris Godwin, um, Kenny Galladay, Calvin Ridley, who's still playing by the way, John Ross, Debo Samuel, Tyler Boyd, Nelson Aguilar, Marquise Goodwin, and Cooper Cup round out our top twelve. Um, and then moving forward, the, the tight ends, man, they they're they're, they're back they're here, <laughs> they're back. they're back, and I think. I think they're here to stay. What to do, baby? I, I really do. I really do. I mean, uh, so yeah, my, my guy, my I, I benched him for for another guy on this on this list. But oh man, <sighs> I'm gonna just made a, just made a new rule. It's it's called don't bench Mark Andrews anymore. I'm just nope. you know, I mean I, yep, that's it. Done. None. No no reason to explain it. It's just that's it. Done. Uh, but Mark Andrews. Eight catches for 112 yards and a touchdown. He's got 21.2 fantasy points on the day. What do you make of this one, Greg? Yeah, Mark Andrews is having a historic start to the season. Uh, two 20-point games uh, as far as it's, it's like tight end starts for week one and week two. Uh, 
he's doing really well. He's becoming like a, a top target for uh, Lamar Jackson. I expect no, him. He is the top target for yeah. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he is the top you target for Lamar Jackson. He's oh. been the, the top target for Lamar Jackson since last year. <laughs> <laughs> then start him. <laughs> I, I, I know. I need to. I need to. I, again, you know, I don't know why. I just, he... I just don't know why I, I I need to like stop overthinking the fact that these the Ravens play in these blowout games and there's gonna be no reason for them to unleash Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. But I figure you know Darren Waller in a high over under whatever I'm gonna win my matchup doesn't matter. But Mark Andrews every week tight end one you start him the man is on pace for 1600 yards and 16 touchdowns. I'm gonna start him until he gets off that pace. Yeah, and even then I still won't, I still start him. It's good to see his uh, so, usage go up too. His snap count went up uh, 41 out of the 72 snaps, so 57%. Honestly, the snap count doesn't matter as much as as long as he's running all these routes, which he's he led the team and he led the team in pass routes last week. Mm-hmm. He's going to be tops in league, tops in the team in pass routes again. He's he's amongst the tops in targets. Um, Mark Andrews is he is the number one target. Oh wait, I have to go back to wide receivers. I'm sorry. A. What's up? B. The man is back. He's here oh, as long yeah. as he's playing. Start him. He had, <laughs> in that first drive, three targets for 36 yards. Targeted so many times in the red zone. It was one red zone drive where you're saying, I said three times. It was four times by you. That's crazy. Brady missed him once uh, for another touchdown. He should have had two. Yeah, AB's a stud. He's one of the greatest of all time to do it. Coming in one week and just dog like this. Uh, yeah, Josh Gordon's in trouble. I would still sell. <laughs> I'm serious. I would still sell because we just know we, just, we don't know what's gonna happen. We don't. We don't. The accusers meeting right. with the, the NFL tomorrow. The accusers being meeting with on the Monday, NFL sorry. next week. Um, I would sell. I would sell off that game. As I would, I would try to sell and get because now the value is as high as it's gonna be. It's I mean, so not high. as high as it's gonna be, but it's it's really high right now. So, um, be an opportunity to sell. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, you can continue with Titans now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, going forward, tight end Travis Kelsey, seven catches for 107 yards and a touchdown, um, 20.2 fantasy points. Uh, what do we got here, Greg? Yeah, another oh, one. one of Pat Mahomes' four touchdowns. Yep, uh, he's he's such a great route runner. He's five series style play, playing the tight end position. He you know got a good 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 go route uh, touchdown from Patty Mahomes. Um, he's. That's he's so savvy. So savvy. Like he's just so savvy, and then you gotta remember that this guy's big. He's like six five or six six, whatever he is, and he's moving the way he is. Yeah, the way it's he's crazy. moving, and he's got the, as much wiggle as he does. Um, the guy's got sauce, man. I I love it. Um, another guy we got, uh, Will Disley. Um, man had five catches, fifty yards, two touchdowns here. Um, finishes with nineteen point five fantasy points on the day. Um. What did you see? Did you see Will? Disley no, no. I was. I was gonna let you. I was gonna let you take this one. You know, it, it seemed like. Oh you, yeah, Will Disley, Will Disley um, from the minute. Yeah. No. Nah, Will Disley. Um. He. He's just interesting to me because last year, he was a rookie. Um. He was actually a blocking. Oh, he was a defensive tackle. Um. Defensive end coming out of I believe it was, the Washington the University of Washington, and um. They actually moved him from defensive lineman to tight end. And so when they did that, everybody just assumed that this guy was a blocking tight end. You know, but last year he had um, 
it, it kind of went viral, but this, you know, this big 6'4", 265 tight end, he broke, uh, he broke off a, a 70 or 80 yard touchdown run or touchdown reception. Um, and where he was just running through dudes, stiff arming people. Um, so, and he, that, by the time people figured out that this guy, Hey, this guy might be Russell Wilson's number one red zone target. Um, cause he was catching so many touchdowns through the first few weeks of the season. Uh, he unfortunately suffered a, uh, patella, patella tendon injury, uh, in his knee and it was out for the season and, and people just assumed that he wasn't going to be, he was going to be slow to recover from that this year. But, you know, through two weeks, he's already, um, I believe he, he caught a touchdown last week as well. So the guy seems here to stay, um, uh, or no, he didn't catch a touchdown last week. I'm sorry, but he was involved last week. He caught two touchdowns this week. Um, I think I think he's here to stay. I think something if you if you need help at tight end, you were struggling with OJ Howard, you could go look to Will Disley. Uh, moving forward to round out the top twelve, we got Vance McDonald, Greg Olson, Zach Ertz, Jason Witten, Eric Ebron, Darren Waller, Tyler Eifert, Evan Ingram, and George Kittle rounding out the top twelve. Anything stuck out to you at tight end, Greg? Um, not really. Just you know, the another overliable showed up. Well, two of them. Or, uh, you know, Greg Olson, Jason, Jason Witten. Yep, both of them. Gotcha. Overliables. Still here. Yeah, I'm sure that you, there was no reason why you got them confused whatsoever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then going forward, we have, yeah, no, Tyler Eifert. So we, we touched on it. If you need help at tight end, we said, hey, go Dallas Cowboys tight ends. Well, you said Greg Olson first on that Thursday night, but by Sunday, if you hadn't, couldn't get to Greg Olson. We said maybe try Jason Witten um, or maybe even his teammate, Blake Jarwin. We said try Tyler Eifert or his teammate, CJ Uzoma. Um, and both those guys, uh, Jason Witten and Tyler Eifert caught touchdowns this weekend. Um, Noah Fant is something that's somebody that's interesting because he, he ran a ton of routes for the team last week. Um, and it looks like he was involved uh, catching four passes for 33 yards today, so... Uh, he profiles as an athletic pass-catching tight end. So if you need help with tight end, you could also go that route as well. Um, yeah, that's it in terms of the uh, the the top performers of the week. Um, so let's get right into it. The juiciness, the waiver wire show. Waivers. Or the waiver wires uh, ads of the week. So the first guy I know you wanted to talk about is Raheem Mostert, who we, we spoke about already. Um, finishes the the top the top three running back the number three running back on the on the week. Um, you say he's available in sixteen percent of leagues, Greg. He's only owned in sixteen percent of leagues. So only owned in sixteen percent of leagues. Yeah. My 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 fault. I said that incorrectly. So yeah. So he's got he's somebody we got to prioritize, right? Yeah, definitely. Got someone we got to prioritize. Thirteen carries for eighty three yards. Also had three receptions for sixty eight yards and a touchdown. As you said before. He out-touched Matt Brietta with 16. Um, and, yeah, this is a guy you have to have, especially if you're a Matt Brietta owner. He needs to be owned by you. If you have a claim, go get him. Uh, and he has potential to even overtake that job, honestly. Yeah, Raheem Mostert, um, I like him a lot. We like him a lot. We also like Jeff Wilson a lot, too. I, um, I know, you know these two guys are guys may not stick out to people, but I know we watch them. Um, I remember we were together when we first saw both of these guys running. Um, so, 
yeah, I would I would add Raheem Mostert. If I couldn't get Mostert, I'd even if I if I really needed help at running back, if I was a team that was, you know, had a really dismal situation, um, I w- I would not mind picking up Jeff Wilson, as well. Um, but another someone else we need to prioritize, um, Jalen Samuels, right? Definitely. Um, we seems like we had James Conner had an injury today, um, to his knee. We don't really know what the prognosis is, or yeah, he didn't return in the, the game. Situation though. is there, but he did not return to the game. So, uh, if he's out for any extended period of time, if any news comes out between now and and uh, Tuesday night when it's time to put waiver claims in, I would definitely prioritize um, Jalen Samuels Absolutely. as my top ad. Um, you know, if I need running back help, he would he would definitely be the top ad. Yeah, for sure. Yep. If James Conner's on in 100% of leagues, Jalen Samuels should be on in 100% of leagues. It comes down to that. He'll be an instant uh, RB2 plug-in, I think, at least, and then has some you know, low-end RB1 upside, depending on how like they use him and everything. Yeah, we saw what Jalen Samuels was able to do last year as a plug-and-play um, RB, RB2 off the waiver wire, even a, even a tight end, depending on you know the format at the time. That was so frustrating. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, no, Jalen Samuels, we've seen what Steelers running backs do in this offense. Um, you know, this offense typically runs through the running backs, so, um, yeah, I would expect him to be someone that is definitely uh, needs to be added off waivers. Uh, a few other guys that need to be added off waivers, we know that DJ, had, D- David Johnson, Car- Arizona Cardinals running back, David Johnson had a wrist injury. Um, he He came back, but you think Chase Edmonds is somebody that people need to add? Yeah, because David Johnson's own in 100% of leagues, Chase Edmonds should be also owned in 100% of leagues. Uh, he's only owned in 3% of Yahoo leagues, so he's available out there in 97% of those leagues. You you need to plug him in. Uh, not plug him in. Plug him into your bench if you have David Johnson for sure. Um, and if you don't, get Chase Edmonds. Uh, try to trade him to the David Johnson owner. If not, uh, you know, could be a, a possible stash if you have that space on your bench. Because, yeah, David Johnson did leave that game uh it looked bad at sight but he came back in the game but uh yeah he's for sure someone that you should have for a good strategy yeah uh we we talk about it all the time these these late round running backs these handcuff running what we call handcuffs or you know um these other running backs they're they're lottery tickets you know if like if you have dj and or if you don't have dj but you happen to have chase Edmonds on your bench and you know, DJ unfortunately is to go down um, instead of having to spend. You know, because I said to you today, I said, "Hey, if DJ was down, not, uh, Chase Edmonds is a ninety to hundred percent of my my fab kind of guy." Right. You know, but if you already have Chase Edmonds on your team and DJ does go down, then you have him. You don't have to spend the fab, and you've already you saved it right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like that's what we talk about trying to get ahead of these things. Um, and and when I when when we talk about DJ going down, it's not that you know we're just it's not like we're hoping or we're praying or we we have any inclination that he's going to go down. We're just playing the probability, right? Like running backs on like running backs, they play the most injury prone position. Just think about it. Every time they touch a ball, every time they catch a ball, every time they pass protect, they're getting hit. So if they you know if they touch the ball 250 times, that's a minimum of 250 times that they took a hit. So they're they're getting hit a lot. They're involved in a lot of collisions, so they're playing a very injury-prone position, one of the most injury-prone positions in fantasy football. Um, and 
So you're just playing the probability of, hey, if I have a running back in a high power situation. Now, we're not saying to go pick up the backup running back for the Giants, right? Like, I don't want Wayne Gallman because <laughs> I don't want the, I don't think the Giants offense is very good. I don't want a running back from that offense, right? Um, but somebody like, you know, as we see in, in San Francisco or, you know, as we see in, um, you know, you know, similar effect in Dallas, right? If those players, you know, Arizona, if those players go down, we want those pieces because we want a piece of that offense. Yeah, Tony Pollard scored a touchdown so, today, actually, too. Exactly. So, you know, we want a piece of that offense because, um, you know, these are these are good offenses, high-scoring offenses. So, yeah, if you need to, you need to, Chase Edmonds needs to be on somebody's bench at least. Yep. You know, Smith, I know, I don't know what his stat line looked like, but you're somebody, he's somebody that you... You really like a lot. Yeah. Um, what, why is that, Greg? Just because he outsnapped Devontae Freeman in week one, uh, 27 to 25. Uh, he's owning only 19% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, just someone to keep an eye on. I, I see him running well during the game against Philly. And also, Freeman's health is always a concern. He's got a history of concussions. Uh, I think he's someone to also have a, as a bench stash. Or definitely, if you're a Devontae Freeman owner, he needs to be owned. Yeah, Edo Smith, somebody that um, I used I used a lot last year. Um, yeah, not happy to say it, but <laughs> he he got me through, man. You know, some of those goal line touchdowns came came through last year. Got me some wins when I really needed them. So, yep. Edo um, Smith, he's you know like we say, like we just said, you want a piece of the offense. Um, this Atlanta offense is usually pretty good. They're usually in a lot of high over unders. So, to get just to get the running back in that offense would be would be useful, would be valuable. Um, somebody I know we both talked about needs to be targeted. Um, if Devin oh, Singletary's out for any extended any extended period of time, is, is Frank Gore? Um, he had 19 carries. We already talked about it. He finished in, he finished in the top 12 today. Um, he had 19 carries uh, for 68 yards. He had a touchdown, two catches for 15 yards. Um, you adding you adding Frank Gore, Greg? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm adding Frank Gore. He's he's only owned in eight percent of Yahoo leagues. Uh, we saw Devil Singletary leave that game late with a hammy. I mean, it might I think it might have just been maybe a cramp. Uh, we'll see more details going forward. Uh, he's still running so well at his age. Just very powerful, I believe. Um, I, yeah, just because of the touch number, he got 21 touches in the game. That's 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 pretty well. That's like I'll take that. So I'm mad at him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, we understand. You know, starting Frank Gore in your lineup is not exciting. He's not the most exciting player to have on your fantasy team to root for and all that stuff, but you know, 15 fantasy points—that's that's a that's a good day. So we'll take it, no matter how we can get it. Yep. Um, then again, it was so a Giants Frank defense, Gore. so I don't know if they could really stop anybody at this point. Yeah, but the volume is encouraging, and you know, the, the fact that they were giving him that volume, even though Devin Singletary was still there, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that the number will go down. Right. So, um, yeah. I, I I like if I need help at running back, I'm definitely gonna go at Frank Gore. And yeah. if I'm if I'm set at running back, I'm not really gonna prioritize it. Um, it's just somebody to to just to get us through the weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. Until we sort while we sort out our roster, another guy, two more guys that stick out to me um, that are in in handcuff situations. Um, well, the first guy I will talk about somebody who you know slipped in our in our opinion. Um, you know, just how we felt of him and how, because how the team was basically treating him was Rashad Penny. 
Um, they pretty much retreated him as the backup running back, solely the backup running back, um, to the point where we were dropping him, right? But, you know, he had, uh, what was it, 10 carries today, I believe it was. He also scored a touchdown in this one. Um, it was a pretty long touchdown. But the thing that's that's interesting to me here is that um, Chris Carson fumbled two times today. Uh, he that's he fumbled last week, so that gives him three fumbles on the year. Uh, if if that's if that's gonna happen, and and you know Rashad Penny's gonna out touch Chris Carson going forward because of because of those, then um, yeah, definitely gonna have to add Chris or Rashad Penny. Do you what do you think of that one, Greg? Yeah, three three fumbles in two games is an alarming number. Uh, P. Carroll, I'm sure he's one of those guys. If you're, he played well still in week one, uh, Carson, but. I don't know if you want someone fumbling the ball at that rate. Um, so Sharp Penny's, you know, should be an ad, I think, and a stash yeah. at this point. Yeah, I think he's definitely a stash. Um, probably someone, especially, you know, how how much his offense runs the ball. When they get ahead, they're going to run it even more. So Right. Um, another another guy, Ty Johnson. Um, he's just – he had seven touches. He's Detroit Lions. Um, backup running back, he seems to have surpassed – uh, wow, what's his name? C.J. Anderson as as Carry on Johnson's backup. He had seven touches today for thirty six yards. He profiled as a pass catching back. Um, people thought when Theo Riddick left that he would he would actually replace him in that role, but um, that hadn't really come to fruition as of late. But he had seven touches today, thirty six yards. He's a rookie, um, so yeah, I think he's someone to keep an eye on going forward. If you're in deeper leagues. Um, half point PP or full point PPR leagues. I think he's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. All right, moving forward, I guess we'll go to the wide receivers. Uh, who's your number one ad at wide receiver, Greg? Oh man, DJ Shark is <laughs> your boy. He's still available in 88% of Yahoo leagues. Another game, nine targets, seven receptions for 55 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he's yeah. I, I mean, I think you would say he's the number one receiver. He's definitely making that turn. He to, uh, over DD Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook only had five targets. So And D.J. Shark just has more upside, I think, with that boom value, uh, with his deep ball presence. Yeah, D.J. Shark should be owned in 100% of leagues. Oh, man, I just love it, man. I love it. I don't, even ha- I, don't even, I don't even need to talk him up. I don't even need to do it. You just you do it all for me. You know? Yeah, but yeah, no, lo- I try. All jokes aside, D.J. Shark, man, he's an ad in all leagues. Um, the guys, the, like you said, deep ball presence. Um, but we even see today he didn't have the best game in terms of in terms of yards per reception. Um, but you know the reception floor was there, seven catches, the 55 yards. It's okay, but you know when we get that touchdown, especially the game-winning touchdown at the end, that just shows the quarterback trust and the nine targets show that. But to get that right there, um, it, you know, it, it, you know, to to have that shown at the end of the game, I think that's just great. Um, another guy I know, uh, he's probably owned in, in, in more leagues, but if he's not, he has to be owned. Miko Hardman, um, he's got to be owned. Uh, we saw what he was able to do, uh, like you, like you touched on, he, he did have a 172 yard touchdown call back. Um, so he's, you know, he's getting more comfortable with Pat Mahomes. We could see that, uh, or Pat Mahomes is getting more comfortable with him, I should say. We should, we could see that in the first game. He wasn't really targeted by Pat Mahomes. In the second game, you could see even his first target from Pat Mahomes. Uh, they they disconnected. They didn't connect on it, uh, but they were able to hit later, and they were able to hit again later. 
Um, so this just shows you that it's it's growing. Um, and like we said before, if you have a pulse, you are you are a viable target for Pat Mahomes. So that also makes Demarcus Robinson an ad. Um, so it, you know, if it, Demarcus Robinson definitely should be available in in majority of leagues. But um, yeah, Miko Hardman's got to be an ad as well. Yeah, He's both of them are up. definitely on the radar. McCall um, Harmon available in 60% of Yahoo leagues and Demarcus Robinson available in 95% of Yahoo leagues. So go get those guys. Yep, most definitely. Um, another guy, we, I know we talked about him last week, but if you he, if he's not, if he's still available, go get him. Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, uh, got in the end zone again today. Um, yeah, what do you what do you what do you got here, Greg? What do you yeah, think of this one? Another game. He had a, with a high target number, nine targets in this one. Uh, he had five receptions, sixty-two yards, and a touchdown. Uh, I think he's a solid, solid flex play for the rest of the year. You can plug him in there with some uh, good high end, like wide receiver two upside, because he has that boom value, like we were talking about uh, before in the, in the week two preview episode. Um, he's still available in forty-nine percent of Yahoo leagues, so. He's also a good ad for you. I think he's a good plug and play if you need some wide receiver now. Yeah, and if but if Hollywood is not if Hollywood's available, guys, Adam, fourteen targets today. Um, so Adam, uh, Debo Samuel and Marquise Goodwin. Um, I know Debo Samuel is someone that causes us some some pain. So, um, <laughs> yeah, would you say he's an ad, Greg? He is an ad. He's an ad. <laughs> Me, uh, just some backstory. Me and John have a uh, call on a team where we had Debo Samuel. We dropped him uh, just earlier today for, um, for Dante, Dante Moncrief, who had a hot zero points today. Uh, so Debo Samuel available in 87% of Yahoo leagues, seven targets, uh, you know, five receptions for 87 yards and a touchdown. He also had two carries for seven yards. Uh, so, yeah, I think he has some. Wide receiver three, wide receiver four upside. I mean, wide receiver four right now with some good flex upside. And uh, we're just trying to still figure out what the 49ers situation is as far as who their main pass catchers are besides George Kittle. Uh, and Marquis Goodwin, on, available in 80% of the Yahoo leagues. He also scored a touchdown, had three targets. So I think we need to give like another week to figure out who's who's the guy. But definitely Dante Pettis is a snip-snip candidate. I don't think he's a factor anymore. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the news alert that Dante Pettis got traded. <laughs> yeah. That's really what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Um, Another guy, DK Metcalf. If he wasn't added last week, he's another guy got in the end zone this week. Um, He got in the end zone last week too, right? He did, yep. So he got in the end zone last week. He's somebody that needs to be added in all leagues. Um. He's a downfield target for Russell Wilson. And again, if he plays with a quarterback like Russell Wilson, the chances of him scoring pretty high. So I want to add I want to add DK Metcalf wherever I can. Yeah, seven targets in this one. Uh, touchdown available in 52% of Yahoo leagues. Yeah, him and Tyler Lockett play very well. Uh, yeah, I think he's a good play as far as wide receiver three value and uh, a good flex play in some weeks as well. Yeah, another guy that I really like. During the Sunday night game, we were recording, and um, you know, Alshon Jeffrey got a little banged up. Deshaun Jackson got a little banged up with a groin, um, and then Nelson Aguilar got banged up, but he was able to come back in this one. But somebody that 
that was that came into the game and was involved um, was was JJ Ortega Whiteside. I know it's spelled Arcega, but it's pronounced Ortega apparently. Um, but we're just gonna call him J Draws. Uh, it's easier. I like acronyms. We like acronyms, right, Greg? Yeah, like we acronyms? do. We're all about acronyms. Yeah, all about acronyms. So J Draws here on this one. Um, but this guy, he was an Eagle second round pick. Um, I actually liked him to potentially take over in the future for Alshon Jeffrey. That was kind of what people thought was going to happen. Um, Alshon Jeffrey recently got a contract extension, so maybe he's going to be here longer than we thought. But either way, um, uh, J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, J. Jaws, he comes from Stanford. He was a second-round pick. Uh, you ready for this one, Greg? His Both his parents, mom and dad, college basketball players. Mm. Um, so he's got an athletic background. I like that. Uh, and it, and it shows up on his tape. He 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 boxes out defenders. He's a really good red zone threat. Um, he uses that body to go up and get a football, almost like he's grabbing rebounds. Um, so I really like him. And you pair him with a quarterback like Carson Wentz. Um, and, and I I think the I think that there's only um, only 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 room for opportunity and, and room for fantasy points in in that department if he's. Pair him with a quarterback like Carson Wentz. Yeah, absolutely. And talk about the guy that has instant impact because of those injuries, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, he had 11 targets uh, for eight receptions and 107 yards and a receiving touchdown. So instant plug and play. If both Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson are out, I think he, you know, you got to insert him in your lineups if he's the number one guy in that, in that offense. Yeah, I didn't even think about about him. That was kind of irresponsible of me for. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just messing. No, um, yeah, no, Nelson Aguilar definitely a good play. Um, all right, awesome. And then, um, Preston Williams was somebody that, uh, I guess, showed up in the box score. I think he had four, four or five catches for for fifty or sixty yards. But, um, you know, this Miami offense is not great. But Preston Williams is a talented receiver. He um, went undrafted due to like due to, um you know, discipline issues and things like that. But he's definitely talented. So, um, you know, this Miami offense is going to be down a lot. They're going to try to come back a lot. So, you know, we'll see if he's somebody that we can look to use in, in deeper leagues going forward. Um, and, the, and the one of the – oh, well, I guess tight ends. Greg Olson, if he's available, Adam. The last hope. Um, Will Disley. <laughs> yeah, he's your last hope. Um, Will Disley, if he's available, I would add him. Um, Jason Witten, Tyler Eifert. Um, if you haven't played yet, Ryan Griffin's still available. So, or if he tight end hasn't played yet, um, anything, anybody else there, Craig? Uh, no, I think we cut them, covered them all. Yeah, it was a good week for everybody. Um, not a good week for everybody. Oh, not <laughs> everybody. Um, unfortunately, Saints quarterback Drew Brees uh, injured yeah. his thumb today. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but Aaron Donald's yep. hand smashed against his hand, and he was unable. Drew Brees being was unable to grip a football, um, and if you're unable to grip it, pretty hard to probably throw it. So uh, he sat out the rest of the game. Teddy Bridgewater sat in for this game, uh, or you know stepped in in this one. And you know though it wasn't it was a downgrade for for the entire offense. I'd say yeah. mainly Alvin Kamara. Yep. Um, Alvin Kamara suffered greatly in this one. I think the Saints um, went to a more conservative offense uh, where they were running the ball a lot. I felt like I saw a lot of Latavius Murray 
and Alvin Kamara, every time I did see him, was just running up the middle. I think you you had said that. You know, why are they just running him in <laughs> up the line? Yeah, like we're not like getting him McCaffrey, in yeah. space. Yeah. So um, if Drew Brees is out for an extended period of time, I would expect this to be bad for, you know, yeah. for everybody involved going forward. I mean, I'm not benching Alvin Kamara or Michael Thomas, um, but, you know, Jared, I think it's bad for Jared Cook. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Jared Cook didn't really have a, a useful role. Um, you know, at the heat, he's someone we talked about might be getting a snip snip. But, yeah, definitely. Snip snip. Um, yeah, Drew Brees, yeah. he's, he's going to stay in L.A., actually, and see a hand specialist oh. tomorrow. Um, in press conference, he says he's concerned, and but he's just hoping it's not too significant. He's a tough guy. He tried to come back in, into the game, but... Yeah, we'll we'll see how that situation plays out. Oh, all right, man. Well, um, we got one more game left, and um, it was excited. I was very excited to go to it, but now I'm not excited to go to it anymore. So, just gonna go and have some adult beverages, and um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully we don't get we don't lose by thirty. So, yeah, it should, it should be a, a solid game. Browns were my survivor pick for the week, so I'm expecting them to to know. Do very wow. well. Uh, you so, actually, you did that. Yeah, I did okay. actually. Wow. The moment the Sam Darnold wow. news came out with Mono, I had to block that in, and I didn't want to use the pass I too early. I hope, I hope, I hope your, <laughs> I hope it blows up tomorrow. Also, starting the Browns defense. Blows up tomorrow. I don't, I don't think. So. Yeah, no, hope your survivor. Hope your, oh man, survivor. Oh man, survivor. Survivor. Over the bra- over the, the the Pats over the Dolphins. Yeah, why would I want to use the the Pats again when they're going to play the Dolphins in like week twelve or something like that? I don't know. Because <sighs> they play the Jets next week. You could use oh, them. Oh, then. that's why. Oh, maybe I use them next week ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. All right, man. Well, this is a good one as always. Yep. Um, one of the things I did want to say, we wanted to say, is um, thanks to all you guys for listening. Um, you know, episode 10 was out yesterday. We, we, you know, we thanked all the people that help us, you know, record and get out and do all that stuff. But for all you guys that actually take the time out of your day and like, um, listen to us. And we know a lot, a lot of you guys of our, are our friends and, um, supporting us. Um, but for those of you who aren't, thank you to you guys too. Um, that, you know, you just would make us even a part of your day is even, you know, great to even think about it. It's awesome to think about that. You think about us enough to, to, to actually listen to us and take our advice is great too. So definitely yeah, want to say that. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, one more additive. Damian Williams, keep an eye on him. Shady McCoy should oh. be on the radar. Uh, absolutely. Uh, another yeah, one. Yeah. Shady. Yeah. If you could try to get the shady owner to, to give you shady, please just do it. guys. <laughs> Like, yeah. what would I give up? I would probably, uh, mm, mm, I, I, uh, mm, I would, I would trade like, a wide if I was too? okay with receiver. Yeah. If I was okay at receiver, I would trade like Terry McLaurin for Shady. Okay, I would yeah, offer. I like receiver. that. I like that. I would that. see what I would get. I like that. That's right? a good offer. Like one of these receivers for all, like for, for Shady. Um, yep. but yeah. All right, man. Well. Good one again. So, um, again, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate you guys. Um, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, at FF Diagnostics. Send us your questions via email, via DMs. Our email, 
fantasydiagnostics at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, look forward to hearing from you guys. And we will be back later in the week to talk about uh, Thursday night football and preview the rest of the week. All right, guys, we out. We out.